Uh, okay. Get started. Yeah. I wanted to talk about have you ever prayed about something and it didn't happen? You didn't get the answer that you wanted, or you thought, now wait a minute, this is something really important. So I think that it will happen and it doesn't. Has anybody gone through that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Let me tell you, uh, when Jesus was teaching his disciples, he kept saying, you're going to know me because of the Father. He taught them how to pray. He taught them how to be obedient. He taught them the will of God. Uh, God's will for us needs to be the same thing that we have it in our hearts that aligns with the Father. So if there's things that you didn't receive, maybe through your prayers, or you don't feel fulfilled because maybe you thought, well, you know, God just passed me by, it's probably because your will was not lined up with the Father. Uh, so many times we get into this Let's make a deal thing. You know, think if I just had this amount of money, well then I can do this and I can do that and blah blah blah. If I had my healing, I could go out and do this. If I had this, blah 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 blah. Jesus taught us how to be disciples and how to listen to God's will. God has a purpose and plan for us. If I'm sorry, my back hurts. If Oh. If our will is not lined up with God, there's going to be a dysfunction there. Okay? You've got to know what God is telling you. And you go, well, I don't hear from God. Well, then you need to keep praying and be silent. And let God reveal himself to you. Does that make sense? You've got to know what God's will is. It's got to be Okay, Father, I needed this car out here. Let's just take that for example. Uh, Father, I needed this car. God saw that I needed a vehicle. Okay, my His will, He blessed me with that because that's what was needed at the time. Now, if I go out here with God, I want to go buy an RV or I want to buy an airplane, whatever, and it's not lined up with God's purpose for me in my life, then it's not going to happen. So it's not so much that God doesn't want to give you the things that you ask for or that God is not healing you. Maybe at this time and you think, well, I really, you know, I've been praying for this. It may be that you need to readjust your Christian attitude. I remember I used to tell my boys all the time, I'm going to hear why you did that. But after I got through with it, you need to adjust your attitude. We need to adjust our attitude to where God is still in, on the top. God is still in control of my life. God is the one that wants to hear my prayers. God wants to hear my praises. God loves us. And he wants the best for you. And if we don't get this in our heads, then we're never going to catch on. God loves us so much that he wants the best for us. But we've got to make sure that our wants line up with the kingdom of God. It's so easy. I was reading, I get all these stories. 
This grandma beat her three-year-old grandkid to death. Oh, this mom fell asleep and her two-year-old took her meth and fentanyl and died. There is so much terrible, terrible things right now. But you know what? God's still in charge. This is not a big surprise to God. Oh my gosh, we're in war. Oh my gosh, Biden's losing his mind. Oh my gosh, whatever, you know? Oh my gosh, things are falling apart. This is not a surprise to God. God knows everything. God knows when pastor's going to get a job. He's going to open that door, and if he shuts that door, he's going to open a window. That's just how he works with us. But we have got to be obedient. And when I say obedient, Jesus' plan for us is to go and tell people about God. Your example, when you're out and you're at Walmart and somebody runs the buggy up over your ankle and you start cussing or being ugly, that's not showing God's love. We've got to control our actions. We have to control our attitude. So many times we think it's just, well, you know, I'm going to pray and I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that. If I don't, then I'm going to feel sorry for myself. I, yeah, I, let me tell you what, I deal with self-pity. I deal with depression. I deal with people would be better off if I wasn't around. I deal with all of that. And you deal with stuff too. You have your own things that you deal with. But if I pray and I read my Bible every day and I try to set an example that people go, wow, look at all the stuff that's going on in her life, but she, she lost her husband. Oh, my gosh. And look, she's still praising God. Oh, look, she's still going to church, the church where her husband was. Oh, my gosh. It's our actions. And Facebook is the worst place to put bad actions. I, my granddaughter, I love her to death, but she will use the F word every five seconds on that Facebook. And it makes me shudder. I pray for her all the time, but that's just how she does. I talk to her about God until I'm blue in the face. But she's not the only one. But, you know, we cannot represent... God, if we're in a situation where we're being hateful to others, where we're talking down to people, where we're judging people, oh goodness, God really got me on that judging stuff, you know, especially the people on the corners, you know, oh, they're just going to buy that with that money. They're going to get a bear with that money. <laughs> if God tells you to give them some money, you give them some money. Because at that moment, that's between that person and God. God will... He will try us, and he'll see if we're going to be obedient. He'll even tell you to do, you'll feel like you have to do something, and that person didn't receive what you wanted. You thought, oh, this is going to make a difference in their life. And they go, no, I don't need prayer. No, I don't, da, 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 da. And you go, oh, my gosh, I didn't hear God. No, you heard God. You're being obedient. Because if you have faith, and you have the obedience. What does it give us? Power. Power. You've got to let the Holy Spirit. He is the comforter that is left behind because Jesus is on the right hand of God. The Holy Spirit is here to comfort you. To guide you. 
to love you, to help you in everything that you've got to do. He convicts us of our sins, but He convicts us of our righteousness. I mean, we're not worthy of anything. And we're going to be talking about that because Easter's coming up. We're not worthy of anything. We're not worthy of anything. But because of God's grace and mercy, we can have it all. We have eternal life. We're going to see our family one day. You know, and people go, I feel like so-and-so's watching over me. And that could be. I don't know anything about heaven, really. You go, well, no, because it says in the Bible, once you're in heaven, nothing's sad, nothing's sad. It's, I think, because when you're in heaven, you don't think of the things like we do here on earth. It's a whole different atmosphere. You know, if they, if they do look down, it's like, oh, I'm so sad because she's struggling. It's, their mindset is so holy that they don't see the things on earth like we see them. One day we'll be in heaven and it'll be so wonderful. Yeah, what it gets down to it, I'm thinking, how oh, I'm getting old, I don't know if I'll be around much. But who cares? You got eternal life. You get to live forever eternally with God. And I I don't want to be ugly when I say this, but you know, people go, well, heaven got another angel today. And I think we talked about that. We're not going to turn into angels. Angels are perfect. They're holy. They are praising God all the time, singing, praising God all the time. I do believe you have a guardian angel. I do believe that with all my heart because there's been situations that I have been in that I shouldn't have been in, but I made it out fine. So I was in on a thing that it was a, a hostess place. You know, I would go because the kids love those little donuts. Yeah, I know I'm not supposed to let them eat that. But I went in there because the next day you get them like 50% off or whatever. So we get the white donuts and ding-dongs and put them in the freezer. You know, all that fat and stuff. And I went in there and this girl was by herself. And this guy was casing out the place. He was looking where she was. He kept getting in his pockets. And he got up to the cash register where she, she came out. And I was trying to tell her. Because everything within me was just screaming, get out, you know. And she got at the cash register, and, I, you know, I, it scared me so bad. And I know that something intervened at that time and changed his mind. She said, oh, I don't have very much money. The manager didn't leave me any money hardly, and I don't have any change. And at that time, it deterred him. But I'm, I'm standing there praying and praying, and he leaves. And I said, honey, 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 you've got to be looking all the time. When you go in the back, you be looking. Nobody looks behind themselves. If you know that in movies, too, they're always creeping out, but they never look behind. They're behind you. But I'm telling you, things like that can happen, and that's when you intercede in prayer. And you know, you know you got that feeling something bad's fixing to happen, and you know it. And I got to talk to her about the Lord, and I said, you know, does, 
can I get buy one get one free donuts today? But I, it just you've got to follow your Holy Spirit, and we've got to be careful. We've got to be so careful when we go to the store and we're coming out. Look around your surroundings. Half the time we're on our phone, just you know, oh, so and so da da da. You got to be sensible. You got to have common sense. Of course, Jim, I'm sorry you never can't look and see. But you've got to make common sense to look out for yourself. I don't know where that came from. Another thing God wants me to talk to you is going to be real touchy. But I'm going to go ahead and do it and we'll be through. And it's about tithe. You know, back when we had the van, David and I would get the oil changed. We put gas in it every week. We did stuff, and that's where our tithes went. And, you know, maybe it was wrong, because it does say give your money to the storehouse. But I felt like that was giving to the church, because we were paying for stuff. Which, that's back in, that's back in the old days. But today, I, I guess it was like six months ago, God said, you have got to tithe for someone. I went, but I've got all these bills and my money. I, it just, he goes, do you want everything to work out? Do you want to have a little money after your bills are paid? You have got to tithe. Now, it says in the Bible, in Malachi, right, Pastor? A tenth of your earnings. Now, that is the Old Testament. And if you ask the Holy Spirit and, you know, I just can give two dollars today. Like all I've got in my purse right now is five ones. But I'm gonna put it in this plate. I'm telling you, if you give some money to the church, to God, God is going to bless you. He will bless you. You cannot listen to this. You cannot outgive God. You cannot outgive God. You go. What? Yeah, I'm telling you, it works. It works. You cannot outgive. You've got to be committed to make a tithe of some sort. And it took me a while to learn that, and I'm tithing what I can, and, you know, I just got over it. You know, one, one part of the month I can tithe pretty good. The next, month, next part of the month is terrible. But I still tithe something. And you have got to trust God in this. You go, well, all I have is my disability check. I get it. I know. All I got is my social security check. I get it. But you have got to give God back some money to show that you have faith and that you're going to commit to him. Now, if you want to get mad over that, you'll just have to get mad because God wanted me to say that. But I'm telling you, it works. And it's not like, okay, if you do this, God's going to do this. It pretty much is, but I'm not saying that. Uh, just like off the fly here. I'm just saying, everything we have is from God. Yes, Donald? Did I say something? Well, yes. Okay. I'll tell you Thank you. The, the, uh, the scriptures in Malachi, if I understand them correctly, Malachi was, uh, I guess he was bringing the people back to the realization of, tith of tithing mm -hmm. as being something that they got away from at some point in their right in their heritage and uh, uh, the scripture that 
you talk about, you know, to bring all the tithes into the storehouse, uh, and God could would open up the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings that you cannot contain. Okay? But then the next scripture says that he would rebuke the devourer. So these are the negative things that will happen. He was he was he also showed them through those scriptures in Malachi three that, uh, that there are negative things that will happen if you don't. Right. And, but you know they're they're required as Jewish people to do that. But I guess when we get into the uh, that's Old Testament. Right. Tithing, but New Testament says to give as the Lord has prospered you. Yes. We're not, we're, we don't necessarily have to religiously or obligatorily, mm -hmm. if that's the word you yeah. have to use, to give 10%. Right. But I, I don't know, I, I grew up in a home where exactly. my parents you get tied to the church that we went to yeah. all those years that I grew up and so I, when I became a young adult and started working, I did, so. Exactly. Thank you, Don. You know, you're so smart and book smart. God's given you a good talent on that. But I mean, you've studied your Bible all your life since you was a little boy. But, and that's good. That's good. And like you said, that is Old Testament. But I'm saying today, all I have is $5. Right. And, and if I wrote a check, it would not go through. So. I'm just saying, we all need to tithe. Did I step on anybody's toes? I'm sorry. Nope. So, tithe something because God has given it to you. I remember Ruth saying, you can't afford not to. There you right. go. Mm -hmm. You can't. And that's just... And that woman did it mm -hmm. against her husband's will. Yeah. Oh, wow. Every month. And but she would her money too. Yeah, that she earned that money. She, she would work. She would work and, and earned every dime of it. But and she would get in trouble, bad mouth all the time. But her and Daddy had several verbal discussions. Yeah. About that, and she she told him she says it's my money. I'll do what I want to with it. Shut it. And that that was the end of it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't want to tangle with her when she was. No, you didn't. Either her or Anna Ruth. Oh my gosh. Honestly, I didn't add anything. I looked in my purse. I found a dollar sixteen. Okay. There you go. And but 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 another thing too. Yes. You have to understand. Yes. I'm living on a budget. My friend and I. We're living on a budget. I know exactly every month how much is coming in, and I know how much is going out. And Kathy knows that as as a, as a person who's responsible for the finances of this church. Okay, you 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 got to basically treat it like a church, like a business. Like a business. Right. Yeah. And and you got to know whoever's messing with the money has got to know how much is coming in and going out. Now we're not asking you to give, and I I'll say this to my, as what I believe. I wouldn't ask you to give if it was going to be your last dollar unless you really felt in your heart that God, that that's what God wanted you yeah, to do. That he's not did. asking you to, he's not asking you to go without meals right. or no, I pay your bills. Because he puts it back. He gives you it put back. it in there first and he puts it back. Right. You will, if you do it, and if you, you trust God, God and God have faith, it. be committed to do this, 
He will bless you. If God can provide you with a roof over your head, transportation in a car, if he can provide uh, communication with you having a phone, there's a lot of people that don't have that. Yeah. And if he can provide you with other things, you've got to trust him to know that, that, if, that if you're going to his the church he wants you to go to, you're under the supervision of Christian leaders that are giving you what they feel like in their heart is the word that God has given them to tell you, then you've got to have trust, like you said, yeah. and believe that if you're supporting that church, that that you know you're not going to be left out there on the street. As right, you you're getting something back out of it. You're yeah, getting, yeah you will. get something back. You will. God, God, God will provide for you. Absolutely, I believe that. And trust me, I'm not judging anybody. I am not judging if you get 50 cents, Leanne, today. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to judge anybody. I mean, you've got to do what God tells you to do, and nobody else can tell you what to do when God has already told you what to do. Okay? You get off in your own corner and let God speak to you about that. Right. Exactly. If you're not hearing God, then there's a problem. I'm just telling you right now, if you do not hear God in some situation, some role, there is something wrong. Okay. Dear Father, thank you, God, so much for loving us and caring for us. And Father, we just want to give freely to you because we trust you and we love you. Father, please be with the singing and be with our precious pastors who brings the words. For us, we just ask blessings on each and every person here today. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.